epilogue. By the end of the war, these daredevil heroines flew more than 30,000 missions, with an average of 800 missions per pilot. 24 pilots received the Hero of the Soviet Union medal, but when they landed, they were just women again. Russian male soldiers filled the streets, running around in ruckus revelry, drunk, belligerent, and determined to personally destroy anything still standing in the already decimated Berlin. Many of the women who fought in the victory over Berlin, after being fearless killing machines, were worried that they would be raped by their own men in the violence of victory. I just think that is, it's horrible, but it's so indicative of the world that will utilize women for their strengths, but they're still going to, you know, fear for their safety from their own people. Yeah. History of women right there. The Soviets had a victory parade in Moscow for all of the war heroes. Although they were the most highly decorated unit in the Soviet Air Force, the night witches were excluded because it was decided that their planes were too slow. So even though they won the war for them, they were not honored in a parade. They weren't allowed to march in a parade. They were able to fight in these planes, but not celebrate in these planes because Russia was ashamed of how crappy their planes were that Russia itself gave to them to fight for Russia. (laughs) Love that. Love that train of thought there. After the war, the Soviet Union did not continue to recruit or train female pilots. Since the end of World War II, every year on May 2nd, the three women's Air Force regiments meet together in a small park in front of the Bolshoi Theater in Moscow. They pose for the annual group picture, give interviews with the press, and graciously accept flowers from their fans. But later, inside at a luncheon, they sing powerful war songs and love songs. They embrace each other for long periods of time and remember those among them who were lost. One of the ladies rises from her chair, lifts her glass, proposes a toast to the fallen sisters, especially her navigator. A husband who is also a pilot marvels at their absolute mastery of the bomber aircraft, so old and unforgiving. Another female pilot toasts the skill and dedication of the mechanics who kept them alive and in the air. Doc's son smiles at the women from the edge of the room. The women gather each year in remembrance and celebration of their sisters who they will tell you are closer to them than their own relatives. The day is haunted by the ghost of those who were not so fortunate. It is a beautiful day, a memorial filled with love and dignity. Nadia Popova, the last living night witch, died on July 8th, 2013 at the age of 91. Well, we just want to thank you guys for joining us and listening to these stories. Um, this has been an absolute pleasure to have learned and researched the Night Witches and the other women who were in the 586th and 587th regiments. It's been such an honor to dig into the lives of these women and just to see what, you know, we would consider like superhero stories being real life and real history and real people. And that that is something, you know, it happens every generation in different ways. And I don't ever want to forget. And I think these women's stories bring something to our current generations now and are things that like your daughter and my nieces should grow up and learn about, you know, that this is something that will impact them as women. We feel honored 
to tell this story and we want you to um, continue to follow along with us as we make the story even bigger um, or bring it to more people.